This episode is supported by ED Wine Company. If you're located in the GTA, Hamilton, Kitchener, or Guelph, you need to get ED Wine Company in your life. Sommelier Elizabeth Davies curates four wines for you and delivers them right to your door. Each bottle comes hand-wrapped with tasting notes about what you're sipping. It's an approachable way to explore the world of wine and helps you learn a thing or two along the way. Check them out at edwineco on Instagram and go to edwine.ca to sign up for either a monthly delivery or just a single wine package, whatever works best for you. When you sign up, make sure to use the promo code ThisFamilyTree10 to get 10% off. Again, that's edwine.ca and ThisFamilyTree10. But Alex. Yeah, Shane? Let's begin date night. Let's do it. I'm Alex and I'm here with my husband, Shane. And we're here flapping away. With our gums. I hope you like what you hear. With your ears. What do you think? (laughs) With our gums. Aren't we flapping like our gums are flapping? Well, our gums have teeth in them, and I think it's your tongue that's doing all the flapping when you're talking. Yeah, I didn't say there wasn't teeth attached to the gums. <laughs> well, It makes us sound like babies or, you know, old sailors. Okay. Well, next week, I hope you can uh, do better. Every week, <laughs> in case this is someone's first episode listening, we are going to record a new intro. It's kind of like a Simpsons-esque way to have fun. That's so artistic. We are so artistic. But let's do our uh, our little taste. So this week for date night, we are sipping. We had an ED wine delivery, and we are drinking Domaine Andre Aubert 2018. So this is a show off wine. It says not available in stores. My love, cheers. Got to give it a better sniffer this time. I didn't get in there enough. This one's tanniny, tanniny. It's drying out my mouth. The tannins apparently dry out your mouth. That that's what this one's doing to me heavily. What, do, are, do you think it's going to stay fine and persistent? Because the last time the tannins, because they really are drying out my mm-hmm. mouth, the last time this happened, it said that they were fine and persistent. Mm. I can't tell if this is full-bodied or not. I guess I it, am it, feeling a little woozy. It doesn't feel like that for me. Okay. It feels less body, lots of tannin. Sorry, I made a pop. Less body, lots of tannin. Fruity, quite fruity, right? We drink so much of the wine just in the tasting process. What fruits are there? Is there any wine left or is this it? This is it, babe. Really? These are big glasses. You haven't been pouring these fair. Yeah, I have. I hardly have anything left. Same. Hmm. No wonder I'm MC Hammer. That's just the the bottom of this glass is so deep and it, it freaks you out because it, it doesn't seem like it is. Okay, I'm going to say cherry. I'm, I'm honestly befuddled though. What do you think? What's the fruit in here besides grape? I think this one's leathery. I think, I think this one has a leathery kind of taste. Oh, with it. Okay, so I'm going to read the entire tasting note. Look at that deep purple color. When I hold this wine to my nose, I smell dark berries and herbs. Herbs did not even think of. Immediately upon taking my first sip, I thought, oh, this is a problem wine. The only problem being is that it's so easy to drink. Almost too easy. This wine is medium-bodied. Good on that. Yeah, that's good. Juicy and smooth. The dark berries and herbs reappear on the palate alongside a floral note. There is no oak allowing for the pure flavors of the grapes to show off. It comes from the northern Rhone in France and is a blend of 40% Grenache, 40% Syrah, and 20% Carnian. I hope you enjoy this wine as much as I do. In fact, I better put it away. I have more work to do and I can't stop myself from sipping it. But wait, it's not telling me the berries here. I feel robbed. 
I don't know if I like this well, ED no, wine business Hold on, anymore. hold on. It said dark berries. So okay. that's where you're thinking maybe like ripe cherries, red and black currants, things like that, right? Okay. Didn't black mention berries. the tannins. Didn't mention the tannins. Didn't mention the tannins. Well, maybe because that's so obvious to wine drinkers. Okay. I'm going to shut the blinds here because I'm feeling incredibly awkward. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. Shane, this is my most heavenly of all of our date nights so far. Just, I'm sitting here. We had sushi tonight. We have a huge bowl of edamame, which I didn't know you didn't like. So I just get to eat all the edamame, drink my wine. This is lovely. This is the best night. Edamame is like a health food. No, but they're so salty and tasty. But it definitely... And they're fun to eat. It was a very... Like, I don't know, We it felt very opulent tonight and everything looked very nice, which is why I actually had to shut the blinds. Little story time. But we live in a very nice neighborhood. And what I mean by that is they're nice people mm-hmm. in our neighborhood. So we have, like, it was just a lot of snow outside. So this this one man across the street, he snowblowed everybody's driveway for eight hours one day. And I'm not exaggerating. He, he snowblowed for eight hours. And we have another man... He takes out our recycling and our garbage and, you know, he's up earlier than you. He wakes up at like 5 a.m. to grab your garbage and put the bins back and everything. And, and He's been doing this for every single resident on the street for his entire life. He's lived on the street for his entire life. Obviously, he's very kind. I, tr- I try to beat him to it. There's no beating him. <laughs> so I've decided to just, hey, that's something that he's doing and he's happy to do it. But tonight, since it's been so snowy, I didn't want them coming to the backyard where we keep our recycling bins. So I put them on the front porch. And the only reason I put them on the front porch instead of the end of the driveway was because I thought it was going to snow tonight. And I didn't want the recycling bins to fill up with snow before the sanitation people came. Well, you're conscientious of their backs. So we are here having our date night with the blinds open. (laughs) And at nighttime, which it is right now, you can see right into our home. When, yeah. when you know, it's just so clear. There's no reflection from the sun. So we're cheersing our wine, eating sushi <laughs> with a candlelit dinner. We're all dressed French up. French music playing. French music's playing. And I can hear like a grunting and noises. Like it sounds like almost raccoons are <laughs> yeah. on our porch. And I'm like, that's weird. I ignore it. Take some more sushi, <laughs> dip it in. I'm sure the noises will go away. Turn around. There's an, an elderly man taking our recycling bins <laughs> off the front. And we were out of porch salt too or melting salt so i'm very worried that he was gonna slip so i open the door french music blaring (laughs) out out. he can hear it fumes of sushi i'm like oh sorry i was it's just i thought it was gonna snow and i didn't want to do it he's like i got it i got it but then (laughs) obviously i helped him which is helping me like i'm not even helping him i'm just taking out my recycling bins which i should be doing anyway (laughs) And uh, yeah, he and then he was like, "All right, is it okay if I uh, don't bring the recycling bins and put them out back tomorrow oh, on account of the snow?" <laughs> He's like, "I could get lost back there." The kindest man in the world, love him to death. Yes. Um, like we bought him his winter boots this year, and that's all we could do to repay him. Really, I'd want to give him like a thousand bucks if I could afford it. <laughs> and he is an older guy, and yeah, uh, yeah it's. It's so awkward, but there's no escaping it because he just, he loves to do it. It's his, it's, you know, how he's carved out his identity kind of on the street. Everybody loves him for it. Nicest dude, but it gets awkward. Yeah. And sometimes it gets awkward when he's returning the bins. If I, I like to wake up 
and when I wake up like I like to kind of wake up the house I call it so I just go and open all the blinds and let the full sunlight shine in but if I which I hate I know because of this so then if I open the back of the house blinds too early then we have our whole family you know in their undies in the morning making breakfast and John returning the recycling bins (laughs) he's dragging our recycling bins through her backyard and it's always uncomfortable so I like to not open the blinds until 10 a.m. that was so embarrassing that I said to Shane I feel like Todd and Margot from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, Especially like tonight, the dumb bougie, and you're kind of wearing like a black turtleneck, almost. Yeah. It's like a mock neck. And we're like the kids on the street. I always we're the youngest like, people on the street. So everyone else, and I think this happens to everyone when they get a little bit older, they start caring about lawn care and gardens. <laughs> but I, I, I'm you know I'm lazy mowing the lawn, and I probably don't do it perfectly. And Shane, we don't have the time. Well, we put plants. Sometimes you'll put plants outside, and the plants <laughs> will be dead within three days. They they'll, look great. They'll for go those from three days. green and to just black. And I feel like <laughs> people think that we are not good homeowners. They think that we're not good lawn taker carers, but I I know that our entire street likes us. I think. And I just, I chalk it up to them thinking we're like an eccentric young couple with kids and we're always busy and scatterbrained, which we are. Like that is so exactly what we are. But I think they like you, but I I don't know if they like me just because you're better at small talk. Like um, Mm -hmm. I was out there shoveling and I'm fine shoveling. I, I love to do it. The only part I get a little trepidatious is if I see another neighbor, I'm not sure how long to keep the small talk going. So a neighbor across the street who I didn't even know knew my name. He's like, hey, Shane. <laughs> and I've got headphones and too. I'm wearing AirPods. I'm listening mm-hmm. to a podcast so I can't really hear. So I got to fish out the AirPods. I'm like, oh, hey, now I'm stuck. I'm already out of things to say. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty snowy out here, eh? <laughs> yeah, but that's good. Okay, and then he goes, oh, yeah, Lucy must love it. I'm like, okay, well, she used to love it, but now it seems like she's scared of the snow. <laughs> she doesn't She doesn't want to play outside anymore. He's like, oh, yeah, you got to make her a fort. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I felt pretty good. I'm like, this has been a good length. So, and then... It just hangs there for a minute, pure minute. <laughs> a minute feels like an hour in a situation like this. Just hanging there. He can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. So I go, okay, back to shoveling. <laughs> That's appropriate. But That's- I didn't say it that cool. It she- was brutal. It was brutal. No, only in your head. And that's because you have anxiety when it comes to things like this and, you know, relationships like this and whatnot but that's perfect and I think see I loved it when I woke up and it was so snowy out and every single person was out there with their shovels and the other person was out there with a snowblower and everybody was kind of working together to get the street clear yeah that makes me it's so a fun happy feeling. It's, it's a so community fun. feeling it's, it's like a block party where everybody's just working and sweating that's what our one neighbor messaged me really? Na- neighbor Sherry yes she messaged and said I loved seeing everyone out there. It yeah. felt like a block party and it made me think like in the summertime, we should all have a big block party. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In the summertime too, our street's cute. Everybody sits on their front porches all day, every day, including us. And it really is block party vibe. Like you just talk to everybody all day long. How, how do you like shoveling the snow, Alex? I like it. You do? Yes, I do. It's fun. I love being outside in the winter. I love the winter and it's a good workout. Why do you ask? 
Oh, just because I haven't done it. Because <laughs> you haven't done any of the shoveling. So I've been and, busy. As and by the way, hell. I optically like not even to be chivalrous. I don't like the look of Alex out there shoveling the snow. It it makes me feel like oh, I'm not doing my my part. Yeah, but that's stupid because I'd be happy to shovel snow and I'm perfectly capable. Well, you were just, you're on medication for having yeah, arthritis. Yeah, yeah, no, that's all right. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> there goes that theory. So I'm not just like, hey, I'm the man. Uh, I'm going to watch the game after I shovel. You're actually, you have arthritis, mm-hmm. you have lupus. There's a bunch of stuff going on with you. You're on medication. I don't want you out there shoveling. But if you really want to, I'll let you shovel. So you say to me one night last week, tomorrow I'm going to shovel. I'm like, well, it's a big snowstorm. I'm... I can do it, but if you really want to, you do it. And then you just let it hang. You go, I do really want to. I'm like, <laughs> okay. You say, I'm waking up at 7.30 tomorrow. Oh, no. What's that? Check. Make sure it's not our car. Make sure nobody's trying to break in and steal another camera. Can you grab our keys and just press lock on our car again? I think we got a, a nice Allen Iverson bobblehead in there. I don't want to go missing. No, I got it. Did, I, you hear the, did you hear the honking? I love that this happens in the middle of us saying we have the best neighborhood. <laughs> Lock the doors. I heard a honk. Can't have our car robbed again. <laughs> no, we said we had the kindest neighbors. Yeah, you're right. We didn't say we're in a good neighborhood. Mm-hmm, but we have but the kindest neighbors. Kindest neighbors. But I, I do think it's a relatively safe neighborhood. No, it is. I think You just so. don't want to leave a $800 camera with the door open in your car. Hypothetically right, right. speaking, Hypothetically. Alex. Shay, but, but like I told you, the cops have an entire squad on the case. So we're good. I know. I, I hear they're working <laughs> night and day on that. They haven't made any arrests yet. <laughs> no, but, you know, they, there's a lot of suspects. So the whole city of Hamilton, in fact. But I'm sure they'll narrow it, narrow it down. But where was I? Okay, you shoveling. So mm-hmm. you said, I'm going to shovel the snow the next morning. You said, I'm going to wake up at 730. I'm like, but you normally wake up at 9. You're like, I want to wake up early anyway. The morning comes around. Mm-hmm. I wake up to get up. And you go, no, you said you were going to wake up at 7. Then you go, ugh. Can I just sleep until 7.30? I'm like, uh. I'm like, fine. But Surrey all of a sudden goes, alarm set for 7.45. <laughs> instantly. You lied instantly. So I hear that. I don't say anything. I go downstairs. I'm thinking, I'm sure she's still going to come down probably right at 7.45, 15 minutes. What's the big deal? I wonder if 7.45 is just her... What's a snooze? Yeah, it was so, preliminary. So th- yeah, the preliminary. So then she's going to hit the snooze a couple times. Sure enough, you came down after eight. But lying is something I wanted to talk about. I feel like you are a very honest person, Alex. However, you are what I call a little liar. A little liar. Little liar. You will lie about little things. You will test. <laughs> you will test people. You will say, "Oh, you want me to get that?" And if the assuming the person is going to say, "Oh no," out of politeness, but if, if no. person like me, I'll say, yes. And you'll go, oh, I can't. I would never do that. It's happened. But would you say you're a little liar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. But I have to say the, can you pay for that? Or like, or I'm going to pretend to pay for something. We only, we've known each other for going on six years. This summer will be our sixth year of dating. We only had separate bank accounts for six months of knowing each other. And then we combined our bank accounts, essentially. So what are you on about? No, so I'm just saying that like there couldn't have been many times where I pretended to get something then you got the tab. I'm not talking about money. I'm oh. saying like let's say I'm carrying three dumbbells 
and you're like, thought- and you're like, oh, do you want me to help you with that? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. And then you'd be like, oh, my my arthritis. <laughs> Ooh, can't do it. I was just kind of saying that. I don't do that. Okay, I think, yes, I'm a little liar. Little liar. But I don't think I do that. Do you think you're a pretty little liar? <laughs> well, do you think I'm a pretty little liar? You haven't told me how I look tonight. Tonight you are. Thank and that's you. the truth. Yeah, I think with the little lies. Um, sorry, I squirted out edamame bean Ew. on the floor. <laughs> what? I squirted out an. <laughs> she squirted out an edamame bean. And it hit the floor, but I still ate it. Five second rule. I think that when it comes to little eyes, there's some things that you know. It's just maybe. I I never do it consciously, but I think that it's like oh, there's no point explaining it, or explaining would take too long, and you know it doesn't make a difference anyhow. So. Yes, we'll just say, we'll just go along with whatever's going along, even though that's not the case, blah, 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 yada, yada. Little lie happens. I never consciously think, oh, I'm going to make a little lie here. And just like when you, when I told you the other day, I'm going to sleep until 7.30 and then three seconds later, Siri betrayed me and said, my alarm was set for 7.45, what a sneaky bee. I did not intend to lie to you. The, the words just left your mouth. And then literally less than 10 seconds later, Suri's telling me a different story. It would have been like actually three seconds later. So the thing is, when I was talking to you, my intention was to come down at 7.30. However, I was like, ooh, maybe I just want that extra 15 minutes. Said it. Didn't feel the need to tell you since Suri said it so loudly. Did you feel awkward at that moment? No, because I just felt like, "Eh, well, he knows the time I'm coming down, like, she does the talking for me. I'm going to close my eyes again. Okay. Sign of a sociopath. <laughs> no, I think that it's, I didn't feel awkward about it because I wasn't intentionally trying to lie to you or trying to That's weird, though. lead you astray. That's what's weird. What do you mean? If you were conscious of it, I feel like we could actually rectify the situation here. But the fact that you're just doing it. No, because I changed my mind. Okay. It was a mind change. Right. It's not like I... My plan was, my evil plan was to always wake up at 7.45, but only tell Shane 7.30. My plan was to wake up at 7.30. This is a full-bodied wine. (laughs) Alex is really going off the rails tonight. No, but my plan was to wake up at 7.30, and then I changed it last minute to 7.45. So there. Oh, pet peeves. That's something I didn't even have on my list, but I wanted to ask you. What is a pet peeve about me? Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Your food bowls. Okay. You, uh, I mean, if you eat out of 50 bowls, you might rinse two. Unless you're putting everything away, which you do in the mornings. But, like, as it is, you'll just, you know, have a bowl full of beef sitting on the counter or a spoon full of Nutella sitting on the counter. And, like, today, there was a spoon with so much Nutella on it. And I was like, okay, this is never going to come off just by me washing it in the sink. So I ate the rest of the Nutella off of it before I put it in the sink with some soap and whatnot. Gave it a good rinse before throwing in the dishwasher. Okay. I won't. I'll accept that. What's yours? I know. Here's the thing. I know you're dying to get a pet peeve off your chest. No, I'm and this not. is the only I'm reason not. you're I'm asking. Not. I'm not. What is it? You overpronounce your T's. <laughs> the T is always too present, I find, in words. Got it from the Sheraton. Hi, Betty. It's like there's a lot of T's. And hey, maybe that's the right way to do it. Well, think if we were English. Hello, Betty. Oh, let's go to the Sheraton. 
Yeah, we're not English, though. Yeah, but we're the language we speak is derived from English, like the UK English. Not American English. That's derived from the UK and given its own weird slang. Canada kind of falls somewhere in between. But, you know, pardon me for speaking the Queen's English, Shane. Well, that's just a pet peeve of mine. I feel like it's showing off somehow. It's- oh, sorry. Hey, Betty. Do you want some porridge this morning, Betty? I do not feed Betty no, porridge. I, <laughs> I do, however, speak exactly like that. So good imitation. <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, um, welcome yeah and the way you pronounce wine sometimes when you're reading there is a there's a perfect balance of completely saying it wrong but trying so hard to say it correctly that well, um, why not give it the respect it deserves and saying the name of a thing or a place correctly you know what i think you might be right <laughs> i've changed my mind i didn't think you could change a pet peeve so quick but you have and i can see that you're actually getting angry so i'm going I'm to not- Move on. What is something you think we'll never do again? Mm. Like, I'll I'll just start it out here while you can think away. Will we ever be able to go on a vacation without the kids? Oh my gosh, yeah. A week vacation? Yeah, babe. I'm not talking about a getaway. No, I agree. I I think for sure. And I think... In good conscience, we can go away for a week. Oh, honey. 100%. In two years. Once Betty's two, you and... Betty will be two. Lucy will be four. They're going to go up to the cottage with my parents for a week, and you and I are going to freaking Greece. I don't know. Nona scared me one time. My my Why? stepmother, she's Italian. It's Lucy's Nona and Betty's Nona. Betty's, sorry. <laughs> she was telling us a story once. She was like, get this. Oh, so-and-so went on vacation, and they didn't take their kids. Can you believe it? And we were like, yikes. <laughs> Just because that's something I had wanted to do one day. But I don't know if that's not cool. Is that cool? It's cool. And I think, you know, again, depends on maybe in some families it's not cool. But I think that if you feel you need that in your marriage, which I think most people do, I'd be hard pressed to find anybody who didn't need a getaway with just their spouse in their marriage. Because when you take your kids on a vacation, you're essentially just parenting in a different place and you don't get a chance to actually unwind as an adult and as yourself and be in your relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I think that it's not only possible, but it's freaking necessary sometimes. And I think that if you can, you should do it. And ideally, you know, maybe you and I can go away for a vacation on our own and then go and hang out with the kids somewhere. But thank goodness we have a a family cottage that we can take them to. So that part is free. This now I went to the Internet. And by the way, I must say the Internet is terrible for procuring these questions about what to ask your partner. But for some reason, I thought you had a list of like 200. I did. But they were I curate them down from the list of Mm. 200. I try to find the best ones. I highlight them. I bold them. But the ratio is terrible. Like if Mm -hmm. there's 200 questions, eight of them might be half interesting. Yeah. And then we're we're somewhat grasping at straws. (laughs) However, I found a fairly good one today and it wasn't for when you're dating someone or when you're in a new relationship, those ones are always bad. And it wasn't for when you're married. A lot of those ones are horrible. This one's about for what to talk to your fiance about. Oh, okay. So I found these ones decent. I'm not sure if you'll agree, but here I go. What are your financial goals and how can we try to reach them? So I've never asked you this before. Your voice seems to just like you're along for the ride and you'll do whatever I suggest. 
Well, we did have that disagreement about a mudroom versus a finished basement the other day. It that wasn't a disagreement. And that's not a financial goal. That's a house goal. Well, it has to do with finances. You need Losing money. money. <laughs> <laughs> My financial goal, this is a great question. And people, I think, that are listening are going to think that we are flighty for not having had these conversations before. Well, I have financial goals. It's just that you never brought them up like at all or seemed like you didn't know how to pay a bill when we met all right so i know that your one of your financial goals is you want to re- be able to retire early so i listen shane okay i do listen what's that okay, go. my fi- my financial goals i don't know i don't have anything set in stone i want to have enough money to be comfortable and enough money to be able to pay for the girls secondary educations and put some in for their wedding and then us to be you know comfortable in retirement i don't i don't know what are your financial goals well my financial goals are to be a millionaire and i've had this goal ever since i was a little kid in fact people would say what do you want to be when you grow up and i would say a millionaire (laughs) i would honestly say that so that's my goal i don't know how i'm going to get there but i definitely like all the money i make through side gigs and i'm doing various things as side gigs Mm -hmm. i do not want to spend so for me I don't spend any of that money I feel comfortable on the things I do spend money on yeah. that I do for my normal job yeah so that that is a, a goal for me well I to also stick to no I like that and like I told you about my relatives my dad had an aunt and uncle from Poland they lived super frugally however when they died they were millionaires just because they never spent any of their money but that's no way to live it's no way to live and here's the way to live is somewhere a happy medium where you're spending on things that really make you happy like you know that i showed shane a picture of this awesome free people one piece jumper made out of like silk today Mm -hmm. could you picture me wearing that yeah what's the connective tissue here to the store i want to buy it (laughs) Oh, so it went from grandma died with a million dollars in the bank to I want to buy this one piece outfit. I can't stop thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) And Alex's birthday is coming up. So the ability to crowbar. I want to buy it and wear it for my birthday. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So like a birthday present to me from myself. Okay. I'm sure when I listen back to this, I'll see how we got here (laughs) easier. But. Did you think it was two seventies or could I pull it off? It was fine. It was good. You pull stuff like that off all the time. Oh, it was like heaven. I'm I'm really excited about this piece. Okay. <laughs> um what's your communication style? My communication style? Yeah. Is there a communication style? <laughs> Blurt out a little lie and then laugh. All right. What's your communication style? Very direct, too blunt, not thought out enough and uh, regretting it almost instantly as it leaves my mouth see i have a way you could change that that was my next so question if <laughs> if you just changed your eyebrows like how you hold them when you speak <laughs> that was for the pet peeve section alex that ship has sailed change just, my eyebrows all over the microphone saying that yes that's like telling eugene levy to change his <laughs> brows like my brows are my thing sweetie i don't mean the shape i mean like what if i was to draw a stick person picture mm-hmm. of you when you're talking yeah. to me your regular talking face you have like the down pointed eyebrows like uncle leo in seinfeld <laughs> no that's not true but here's the thing I have, I have a strong brow yes but it's always either so straight or down pointed when you're speaking even if you're not mad like just your regular speaking so i yeah. think that 
if you made an effort to maybe give me a little motion in the eyebrows, it would add some levity to the situation. No, did you notice Tiff never moves her? My sister Tiffany never moves her eyebrows either. And you feel comfortable having conversations with? No, Tiffany. I didn't say that. I'm just saying it's a genetic trait. Have you noticed Lucy always has a? I stopped doing that. <laughs> Tiffany, sorry, Alex is imitating my sister, and it's and you, me babe. Out. I know. Okay, I have a serious brow, but notice Lucy, also my daughter Lucy, she has a very serious brow. And if you look at her when she's talking, it's a borderline concerned, somewhat angry, even when she's not. Have you noticed that about her? A little bit. So I'm going to have to work on that. Look at her from the side, though. Her brow is, and I always think about it. I'm like, this is so me. Just the way her brow is, Mm -hmm. is very... Someone could misconstrue that as, as angry or upset. Well, and here's the thing. We're going to have to work on that. You guys should both you can't watch, work me, on a brow watch me and my facial expressions and try to have a more expressive face when you talk. It's not about like... So what you're good at, which is expressive. always looking happy, is you want somebody whose natural facial expression doesn't land that way. Yes. It's harder for me to smile. Exactly. And that's why you have to make more of the effort so that Could people do Could you frown don't... more? <laughs> <laughs> I just tried. Okay, because smiling... Did I look? Did I look intimidating? No, it looked like you were going, you know where, <laughs> the washroom. And you know what number. Mm. What are your fantasies surrounding marriage? Mm. Don't reach over and look at the time on the podcast. No, I just want to. I just, you just want mm. this to be over? No, 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 no. I thought I'm we were having fun, fun on I date night. I am having fun. I'm Is date night fun. our weekend? I love date night. It Is, Is it our weekend? 100%. Weekends are stressful as shit. Stressful as S-H-I-T. I love date night. Hmm. Uh, I wonder if spelling out the word is actually more vulgar than just Can you just, it. can you make, can you bleep when I said it before and then when I say it this time, just put the noise of a toilet flushing? Yes, I will. <laughs> okay. Also beep out every letter too. Yes. That, yeah. Weekends are sh- And I love date night. But where were we? What was the... What's your fantasy surrounding marriage? Mm. Yes. Keep it PG, please. No, easy. So I just want you to wake up. Here's my fantasy, okay? I'll give you a day in the life. Like, a, sorry, a full day. I'm going to take you on a full day, a little vlog. Sun starts pouring in. It's, you know, 7 a.m. Sun's pouring in, hitting our skin, feels a little bit warm. You turn over, give me a little kiss on the cheek and say, good morning, sweetheart. And we start our day. Maybe there's a little hanky-panky, maybe not. doesn't matter. We start our day with you saying, good morning, I love you. You look beautiful this morning, even though I'm just opening my, opening my eyes and I still have like crusties and whatnot. We get up, come downstairs. Kids are in the kitchen, sitting at the table. You and I are flipping pancakes, making coffee. We got oldies playing. We're laughing, doing little How did the twirls. kids get to the kitchen? Well, we brought them down. I'm skipping some details, Shane. Gotcha. For brevity. It's a montage. Cool. Yeah. So, okay, so then we have the fun house, making pancakes, oldies music, laughing, smiling. Then we're doing our work. Every time we pass each other, you know, there's a little kiss. There's a little butt tap. Every time I pass you in our entire relationship, I've touched touched your butt. You know that. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I'm saying that is a part of the fantasy that I'm living. We are living that part of my fantasy. Okay, in my fantasy, this continues and just gets more intense and never, never wavers, I guess you know, even 20 years down the road. So that happens all day. It's like kind of oldies music or bossa nova, French jazz playing in the background while we're doing our stuff, but laughing and throwing each other loving glances along the way. Dinner time happens. You and I cook dinner together again, 
just, you know, pass me the salt, Shane. You like football it across the room. I salt shake something. <laughs> we're dancing. <laughs> Today, it's funny you say football. Today, while you were uh, feeding Betty, you go, Shane, football me those paper towels. <laughs> so I go, okay. I throw you the paper towels, but they kind of slipped out of my hand. So the spiral wasn't a perfect spiral. It was like more like a, a terrible throw. And it like hit the wall and totally unspooled. And it was just terrible. So reality, expectations versus reality are... Uh, well, this, this is my fantasy. And then, and then you know, so we're all having dinner. We all talk about our day. The kids are being cute. They're, we're kissing them and we're being like, oh, you're so cute. And we finish dinner, put the kids to bed. That all goes smoothly. And then you and I retire on the couch with our wine. And we just snuggle up. And then you tell me for five hours how much you love me. Wow. Seems, it does seem good in theory but it does seem like it would get very boring there's no stories What's to tell about that well you say tell, talk about your day well remember you butt pinched me then we smiled Shane, then we did Shane, that's only for days if we're working at home and going through our stuff what about the days when we're leaving the house and we're doing things and we're traveling and we have work different interviews and things like that like all of real life is still happening that's just the baseline so like my marriage fantasy is just the baseline mood I guess, which is pretty friggin' simple unless you think otherwise. And I think it's totally attainable unless you think otherwise. But what is your marriage fantasy? Uh, marriage fantasy. I guess it would be, if I'm being honest and not too silly here, it would be every time I ask you to do something and I, <laughs> <laughs> you just, you did it and you didn't do little lies. People are going to think that you're being misogynist, but I know you're not. I, I know what you mean because I live it with you. Oh, I'm just saying for like the like if I'm managing your account, like mm -hmm. your Instagram account or stuff for the podcast and I ask you to do a task often to just appease me and get me out of your hair, you'll say, yes, I'll do that. And then it just won't get done. And then certain things will build up and build up until all of a sudden a little thing becomes a bigger problem. That's more of a working together fantasy, not a marriage. Well, fantasy. if you if you're married, all you're doing is working together. So that was just an instance within the podcast and social media landscape. But I think this could apply to anything. If I asked you to do something for Lucy, and then you just might not do it you might say you're going to do it but not put in the due diligence to write it down well know? maybe if you ask me with a smile and a little oldies music then i might do it okay last question what does marriage mean to you hmm i think marriage is you know it's, it's obviously a partnership and it varies depending on what you choose to do if you choose to have a family or not but i think the bottom line is marriage is just choosing to commit to that person every single day and to try to you know be the best for each other that you can be every single day and to just have the best freaking time with that person so like you're choosing a bff for life basically when you get married to somebody that you can also smooch around with so that is a pretty big deal that's the ideal friend right you like the same things you get to smooch and maybe you choose to have kids too. Mm -hmm. BFF I, stands for best friends forever. So adding a for life is a somewhat redundant. Best friends for ever. Did I say BFF for life? You did. That's oh. fine. That's all right. Redundancy is allowed here. It really drives home my point. That was a hard T, wasn't it? It was. You like, you like throwing <laughs> the T's. But it really drives home my point. And I just, I think that it's about, you know, just making the other person happy and being happy yourself and just being having a great time i don't know i think it's having a great time with a person of your choice and just making it work with them 
Man, this wine is really working. Like for the people at home, Alex is on steroids right now and has been raging all week with uncontrollable <laughs> like fits of mood swings. Like steroids for my for my lupus. Yeah, but it's yeah. actual steroids, so I, I have been roid raging. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I definitely I wish I could bottle this energy you have right now. It's very hippie, fun, and I'm peaceful all the time, and I I love it. But I think we need to end this episode because we have to play our video game. We're we're gonna complete. Oh, a hold, we're not ending it without you saying what your idea of marriage is, Shane. Alex. What? My idea of marriage is playing Toe Jam and Earl. Well, I'm down. After a date night, drinking some wine, chilling out. It's having the hard times, but then in the good times, laughing at the hard times because it's like remember when we were stressed about that? I like that. I like getting the work done. And appreciating the spoils you get from it, which hopefully for us leads to us being millionaires. Shane, that gave me like goose pimples, and the the back of my hair, the back of the hair of my neck is standing up. Are and the I'm, pimples whiteheads, or they, they need <laughs> to be squeezed? I like goose bumps better than goose pimples. You know what made me think of goose pimples on Valentine's Day? Shane and I watched some like it hot. A Marilyn Monroe at one oh. point says, "I'm goose pimply all over." Yeah, that kind of makes me sick, head. actually. <laughs> As attractive as she is, I wish she didn't say that. <laughs> All right. But thank you so much for listening to Date Night. Uh, if you could rate the podcast five out of five stars, we would really appreciate it. So thank you so much. And see you next week. Yeah, I've eaten an entire bowl of edamame. That could be our new catchphrase. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody.